TNT Dynamite. Welcome everybody to episode 218 of the Max Rassen Podcast. I am the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, along with the best healer in the business and the one and only podcast machine, the butcher and Michael Larkin has returned. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. Um, do you know what? Before we get started, I'm just going to put this out there right now. I have not watched a single episode of WWE this week. Wow. Fuck Raw, fuck SmackDown. Hey, I'm just going to say how it is. Wasn't disappointed. Really? Well, I saw Bray Wyatt's um, little thing, but that's all I've seen. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. It's the first time in a long while that the shitty UK have actually got fucking good content. The one time I decided not to watch anything. (laughs) (laughs) And also... I I still rather watch it when it's based in the States than in the UK, because the UK, they're like sheep. Oh, they like to be part of the show, don't they? Don't don't we? Don't we? Bunch of fucking (laughs) wankers. Um, Also joining us is again the leader of the Switchbabe Army for life. It's Courtney Summers. Hi, guys. How are y'all this morning? Or this afternoon? (laughs) I love her southern accent. <laughs> hey, it was actually voted. There was a poll on the sexiest accent. Oh, and, I know. I know. And, I voted New, on it probably. New Zealand was number one. Nah. Of course. And then number nine, southern U.S. accent. I see. I so, Southern U.S. accent for me is number one all day long. Joe, I I'll shut my I'll shut my eyes and you can whisper in my left ear and Lacey Evans can whisper in my right ear. Ding I, dang do. I think we got screwed in the UK because apparently the sexiest British accent is Geordie Lake. I was gonna say you say Scouser man and I'm coming to your house right. No no now. no, he was like Newcastle man. Pac has got the sexiest you accent. <laughs> well, accents aside, um it, it Considering I haven't watched anything from WWE, it's been quite an eventful week. Um, as I sang a lot of ACDC at the start, AEW have officially been announced for TNT. They're back in the wrestling how, business. I, I, I love yes. how I love how people are getting. You know, I know Courtney's going to agree with me on this. I love how people are getting orgasmic over the banner, which is photoshopped to fuck. <laughs> there is no way in a million years is that gonna be the 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 logo fire in the background with white writing white writing and ah. fire do not go together one fucking bit that's just a teaser of course it is it's photoshop people are like oh nitro nitro fuck off you the same people fucking probably that were bitching and fucking taking WWE side years ago, man. No, I don't want to be the. I don't want to be the fucking person in the corner crying over spilled milk. But you know, come on, fuck's sake. And people saying, oh, now now WWE as a, you know, as competition. It's not competition. It's really not. Tell me that in three, four years. It's an alternative. Uh- yeah as far as as i'm concerned it's an alternative it's not it's not meant to be it's not meant to be the same as wwe because exactly they're clearly going a more sports orientated direction and they're not going to do the entertain the sports entertainment 
business because what people need to realize is WWE is in the sports entertainment business. Yeah. Yeah. You Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, um, are doing pro wrestling. And there is a difference. And not that one is better than the other, but I prefer pro wrestling. Yeah. And me too. And that's and that's the market that this is meant to appeal to. It's you know like they're not straight up going to come out for Vince's throat and go to war with them on Monday nights. Like they're not idiots. They know better than that. And yes, the logo thing that they put in they put out today. Yes, it does look like the nitro logo but but you know like I'm hearing like I've looked up the patents and the trademarks and stuff for AEW and there's one for Tuesday Night Dynamite and I think that they're choose Tuesdays and they're going to wait until Smackdown moves to Fridays on Fox and they're going to take that time slot that Smackdown once had on Tuesdays and that is a very smart move on their part because and then you they're going to get a wake up call because NXT's going to go live on Tuesdays <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah that Tell was one of the you. first things they trademarked Tuesday Night Dynamite that's telling you that's cool that's cool that's going to happen I don't like that name to be honest because for me it does it does sound too much like WCW product I really don't uh, like it. You can see where it came from, though. With TNT, it was obvious from the start. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. But like you say, I, I, I thoroughly believe that. I've been saying that for weeks on here. The Triple H is just sat there fucking waiting. And then they're going to announce NXT goes live on Tuesdays. I'm telling you. <laughs> Triple H is going a full Targaryen. He's waiting for peace. And then, bang, I'm burning everything. Dude, I had the weirdest dream fucking this morning about Triple H. Was he riding yeah, a dragon? Right? Listen, right, I'm, I'm in this fucking... I'm in, I'm in some kind of very, very small arena. I call this an anxiety dream, right? It's a very, very small arena, but it's big as well. Don't get that exactly, right? But I've got control. I'm basically on the ground. And I'm setting everything up. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I turn around and then there's this big fucking, like, what appears to be a pillar with, like, a wrestling ring on the top of it. And I have to basically get it pulled up with a crane. So I pull that up and then there's a wrestling ring on the ground. And they're saying... It needs to be further away. And I'm saying, well, it makes no sense to put it on concrete. Why the fuck have we put out wrestling mats on the floor? And why are we putting it further away from the crowd? Just do it, I can hear this voice saying. So I'm positioning it, right? And out of fucking nowhere, Hulk Hogan's music comes on. And I'm standing there in shock. And out, out walks past me, Hulk Hogan, and he taps me on the shoulder and gives me a thumbs up. Well done, brother. And then all of a sudden, all I hear is Ultimate Warriors music. And I'm like, wait, 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 I'm shouting. I'm, I'm, I'm literally shouting. The missus fucking heard me as well. 
She's having brushing her teeth in the bathroom. And I'm like, Aah! right? I want to know where Ultimate Warriors music goes on. And all she hears was, this can't be real. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> can't be real. And in the ring is this geezer with no face paint on. And it's Triple H. And then, for, and then for some reason, I'm sat on a sofa and there's another sofa. Why the sofas are not chairs, I don't know. But there's sofas and there's another sofa behind me and sat behind me is Andre the Giant and Sergeant Slaughter. Wow. And then out of nowhere, I don't know why, but I've got a pair of wrestling trunks on and they're Superfly Jimmy Snookers. I fucked up. That is what a, a weird fuck, dream. What a fucked up dream that is. You know, fucking... There's only two people in it that are alive. Well, I, I can make it more fucked up if there's sofas instead of chairs, and it's obviously in Saudi Arabia. I was about to say, every year we boycott, <laughs> yeah. Dennis. Every year we boycott. That's definitely an anxiety dream about sure. Saudi Arabia. That sounds like Saudi Arabia's dream. That is Hulk Hogan, on Ultimate Warrior. Uh, well, Jimmy we're Snooker. Gonna... <laughs> well, we're going to get Goldberg and Taker and Orton and Triple H. Oh, I can't wait for Oldberg and Pension Taker. Uh, for, mm. You know what? It's going to be like that scene in Family Guy when the two, when uh, Herbert fights the other grandpa and it's all in slow motion and then they have to stop and take their pills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Like I said, it's just, yeah, I'm just not looking forward to that main event. Orton and Triple H again, and then, well, of course, we got a 50-man battle royal because it's Saudi Arabia. They love them. them I, uh, I couldn't give two shits. I'm not watching watch. it anyway. I'm not interested. Nope. Yeah, and that's the biggest news I heard from WWE this week is Goldberg and Undertaker. Obviously, then I saw a few clips of Bray Wyatt. Well, I think yeah. I think every for everybody that was complaining for weeks upon weeks, and then you see that, you're just like, Vince McMahon, do not fuck this up. Well, yeah, well, apparently it's all Bray Wyatt's idea. Oh, Everything. It is all seen. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, thank it is. And the, and the guy from the UK. Yeah. It's, and mm, it, and yeah. if rumours are true, it was Tom Savini who designed his mask, who's like royalty when it comes to designing horror prosthetics. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, yowie wowie, as they say. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, a certain Harold Hunter that wasn't wasn't a fan of it. Um, has that to take his uh, yeah that milk? <laughs> the giant's milk. He's had to he's had to drink some milk. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant, and I I won't have a bad word said about it, man. I, no, I, I just, have enjoyed I it. Think it. I think it looks outstanding. I know it's got they've got him looking like a a, a ring circus. Yeah, kind of like the yeah. menagerie. Mm-hmm. I think it is so cool. Um, he's in decent condition. Mm-hmm. He's se- he's selling the gimmick, man. He's selling it. Yeah, I know. Very my initial reaction was absolute... my initial reaction was what the fuck is this? But it grew on me very very quickly. The mask is fucking amazing. I want it. <laughs> I will pay through the fucking teeth for it if I have to. Just wait. I love it. Just wait till that's on Euroshop or shop. 
it looks amazing, you know. And I love the fact that he's wearing contacts with it as well. Yeah. You know, they've obviously painted his painted his face um black. I said it needs to go man, didn't I? I did say you know what I mean? Don't fucking think this is anything fucking light. He's waiting. And it's it's weird because, like I said, um, I really want that. You know the pictures? I want there to be... A, I want Nicky Cross. To, if, if they put Nicky Cross as fucking with, with Alexa Bliss and, you know, Alexa Bliss starts, starts teaching Nicky Cross how to be a bit of a woman or whatever, I'll see me ass. Because I, I keep looking at that picture over Bray's shoulder, the one with uh, the fire in the house and the little face at the window. Yeah. I would love that little face in the window to end up being Nicky Cross or he knows he has to save someone. I'd love that. I think mean, that would be so cool. No. But overall, man, fucking Bray Wyatt, man. What a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, have y'all seen the thing? Um, there was this woman who tweeted this to Bray Wyatt. Um, way to go, w- at WWE Bray Wyatt and at WWE. I get that the adults like the mask, even though I am a fan, but the mom and me hate you for this. You scared <laughs> the hell out of my nine-year-old son who absolutely adores WWE. I wonder how many other kids you terrified. And he responded with the gif, let the boy watch. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, let him watch. I, I don't care what anyone says. Wrestling isn't for kids. It wasn't for kids when I was a kid. Nope. <laughs> it nope. Def- definitely wasn't for yeah. kids when I was a kid. These, these, these are the people that are dangerous. Mm. These are the people that are dangerous. That They bitch and moan about, you know, content. That is inappropriate. If you if you think that the con if you if you've watched for X amount of years, you clearly your son has clearly seen a lot of inappropriate content. Then mm. a lot of inappropriate content, not just Bray Wyatt's. A lot of inappropriate content. Go through your son's fucking history on his YouTube, on his YouTube channel. On you know what I mean on his tablet or something. There is a lot of inappropriate content. I know because I've got a daughter and a son. And there's not a lot you can do about it. I get that. But do yourselves a favour and don't moan about it. It doesn't make you a bad parent. It just makes you look fucking stupid. It was probably a kid that was calling for a dickhead. Uh, Well, my... my, my, You know what? My my daughter has had soap in her mouth last week. (laughs) No, I will what did, do it. What did, she, what did she say? She called me a tosser. Oh. Oh, Jesus. No, so, yeah, so she, hey. she had soap in her mouth. and Tossers I you frequently in Harry Potter. I mean, she, she just, she's got a sewer mouth. She has got a sewer mouth. And what she's starting to know now that every time, there's a new bar of soap that appears every day. She's got the wrapper on, and she knows. Well, she knows. What? Well, what made her call you a tosser, Butcher? Fucking YouTube. Oh, okay. She thought it was funny. I didn't find it funny. I'm making cereal, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you know what? That would have been great if you'd have said you were making pancakes. Well, what was what was actually funny that right was when I turn around and I see my son's face and my son's jaws just like drop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 he sh- as I'm walking, he's shaking his head, and I put my hand out to her. I said, "Take my hand." I'll be like, take my hand, strong hand, child. <laughs> you know, I said, take my hand, come on. And she looked at me and her face just looked at the floor. I took her by the hand, I took her to the sink, I said, step on step. I said, I told you, the next time I hear something come out of your mouth, what are you going to do? I got the soap out of soap and I said, now bite it. There's a cop, drink a, take a drink of water, you're not going to like it, but chew. <laughs> you know it doesn't make me a bad parent it really doesn't no. you know what would make me a bad parent is if I'd have done what the major- some parents do and take their hand and use their hand you know but saying that I don't believe that fucking a, a, a clack or a smack fucking is wrong these days because you know I don't believe that I don't believe it's wrong and I believe the system needs to change because, uh, let's be honest, ser- services and public services, the law, it's not got no control over anyone anymore. Oh, teenagers, it they're a little shits. Believe me, I deal with they, them every day. You know, it ain't got them. It is, no, there's no protection. They can tell you to fuck off. They can spit on the floor at you. They can spit on you. You can't do nothing. You know, you can't do nothing. Yeah. I'm glad I have eight cats and not kids because, like, I'll go to the mall and there are, like, children, like, running around, like, in the store, like, loose. And the parents just let them wild and crap. And they're just bad. I'm like, if that was my kid, like, they would be, like, getting, like, the serious, like, talking to. Like, don't make me take you to the bathroom because you will get a smack. This is where we call Fox Child Protective Services. I was in um, I was in a supermarket last week in in Wrexham, well, where we where me and Daz lived. It wasn't the land of the green, and, and no, no, <laughs> and this lad must have been no older than fucking ten, ten, eleven. Um, I, it was a great. I'd love to know what went through his head at the time, because they they were in like the DIY section. And he just picked up, he he leant over and he grabbed this, what seemed to be a padlock. And he opened it, the packaging. And there was a cage. (laughs) There was a cage with loads of stock in it. So he shut the door, shut the hinge and put the padlock on it. And I was like, I just wanted to do like a Wayne's World scene. You, I'm not worthy. We're not worthy. You know? so I was like, "Fucking you, little legend! Where did, how did you come up with that?" The keys that comes around the corner, fucking goes to tell, grab the keys, holds the door, and it's just jiggling. And he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow." You little legend. You little legend. What's fucking funny, man? It can really fucking add me in tears. <laughs> How could you do that, man? If you'd have done that shit to me and Morrison's... Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have given a fuck, like, but... 
That's, that was just brilliant. I should have thought, you know what? That's a cracky little trick, that is. Just everyone, everyone keep and save padlocks. And the next time you go to a supermarket or any sort of store that are, you that utilizes cages on the shop floor, just padlock them shut. <laughs> I mean, that's great. It, it wouldn't make any difference in Morrison's because they don't put the fucking stock out anyway. I think I might start. I think I might start a live channel on Facebook. Do we? <laughs> now <clears throat> we've we've had a little good time to start with, but now we're getting a bit angry because I know. Well, are we angry? I don't know. I don't know because uh, if room, if again, fucking rumors. If rumors are to be believed, Mister Killer Cross is on his way out of Impact, which we called for months ago. Yeah, we we told him just leave, get on out, get on out. Plenty mm. of chances to give him a strap, but they give it to fucking Brian Cage. Right, okay. Go ahead, bud. Courtney, do you want to go? Um, I'll let you go first. All right, then let okay. Courtney go, and then I'll go. Go ahead, butcher. Okay. I'm not surprised. Nope. I'm really not surprised. Um. It's been going on for ne- never really happened between two thousand and two and two thousand two thousand and eight. <laughs> you know, it, it it just didn't. Um started when a certain woman walked through the door, certain w- woman bit off more she could chew, brung in a guy with a bald head that now owns NWA. He's seen the true colours of the company because he lent money and had to, had to go through court to get it back. And then the company was sold to what people said was a a giant in Canada. You know, oh, Canada. You know, and they, all they've done is dodge bullets ruin relationships blind blind a fucking I'm not even going to call it a wrestling community because they talk shit from the top with Andre Corbeil to the bottom with fucking bald headed little fucks called fucking Colby Cooper um but, like I said, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm really fucking disappointed that you would have a commodity um, in a guy that is all... I ain't going to call this guy a gimmick because he's not a gimmick. I, I, really, I really honestly believe that. I believe the guy is every bit what you see. He's intelligent... He's he's a teddy bear. He is a teddy bear. But he's so intelligent and switched on. You know, is Killer Cross. That 14, 15 months ago debuted with, I'm going to call it a calling card. Leaving his calling card 
on all his victims. It was sinister. It was over. He's still over. The guy is just building uh, a huge, it is massive, a platform for himself that could go anywhere. He's marketing himself better than any, do you know what, better than anything what? I've any promotion I've seen. It's 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 ridiculous that a company can still, um, kind of choose to ignore. They like I said, like I said when I when I, I sent uh, two tweets this week to Impact Wrestling, and twice they were pulled, and that be that be it. You know, I really wouldn't have cared if it had been banned by Twitter, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> um, it's not the first time. No. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't, under, I, I do not understand how a guy that can go to foreign countries um, for 30, 30 plus days and wrestle on 20 plus nights injured. And still carry on and not tell anyone. I don't know how you can treat him so negatively. And also be unprofessional in the way that you kind of... <laughs> you've, um, you, you've used him to sell tickets. And he's not even been at fucking... You know, events. How how can how can they do that? You know, this this is what this is what like some of these this is what leads me to believe. I have said that I won't believe that these things are true until it comes from his mouth. But when I read some of the stuff, I do believe that that it's true. You know, because. I.e. the, um, what was it called, Rebellion? Yeah. You know, advertising him for Rebellion. And he's in Mexico. They knew full well that his, his date's in Mexico. You know? Um, they used that. They, they used it to the, to the full. To put bots in seats. And we know he wasn't happy. We know he wasn't happy because we've seen we've seen we've seen we've seen the message, you know. So the man's been pissed off for a long time. Where whether it be things like that, but I would I would say more like how much more has he got to give? You know, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He fucking. <sighs> I don't want to disrespect people like Brian Cage because Brian Cage is a phenomenal worker. I do not think he'd pass a wellness test. But that's got nothing to do with it. I do believe the guy is doing something that he shouldn't be. Um, but for his size, the guy is a... Yeah, well, he is. What he says he is, he's a machine. It is... 
his ability is endless. He is cocky, he's fantastic, but he's not Killer Cross. He's not Killer Cross. <laughs> fucking Moose. You, this, this is this is where you know. Sorry, I'm harping on, but this is where I get frustrated with with that shitty promotion. It is a shit promotion. Anyone that says to me it's not is full of shit, because when you look at it from the ground up, and you look at how many platforms or divisions exist within that company, you have a knockout division. Is it really a division when it's just Sue Young and Keir, Keir, you know Kirogan and <clears throat> Rosemary, and now they're having a demon fucking collar match? What the fuck is a demon collar match? It's supposed to be like the Roddy Piper Greg Valentine uh, dog kind of it's, it's a fucking dog collar match. You know <laughs> what I mean? How many they got Mike? Uh, but they, but, the but they won't they won't call it a dog collar match because then it would be insulting towards well, women. Yeah. What okay? was that? What was then, that question? I, I mentioned a knockout suited the other day when they put the tweet oh, up okay. um, wrestling's so, best women's okay. division. About how many they got? Oh, God. Okay. Rosemary, Sue Young, Tessa Blanchard, Kiara Hogan, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. They now added Jessica Havoc is back. So that's six. Uh, Jordan Grace, Ty of Valkyrie, about eight or nine. And they believe well, that's got, wrestling's you, best women's got, division. You've got, it's not a shit division. It's but, not. But you never see any of it. Tag team wrestling. Yeah, they, they they call fucking Ohio, fucking you know what I mean. They, they say they're the most dangerous group in wrestling. I've heard that a thousand fucking times. <laughs> I've heard that a thousand times. Then you look at your your heavyweight division. You well, they how, just... how how do they work a heavyweight division? Well, they just how do they work the... it? Well, yeah, they just brought in the new Japan jobber that is Michael Elgin. So it's like, geez, man. You know, uh, Michael Elgin's a waste of fucking space. There you go. Michael Elgin's a waste of fucking space. Everywhere Michael Elgin has been, he's managed to fuck something up. That's true. He's he's a liability, right? WWE would have signed him a long, long fucking time ago, but they didn't. They don't need people like Mike, Mike Elgin when you've got the likes of Samoa Joe... But but I will be honest, it could work for him in Impact. It could work for him. But how do you book someone that's so fucking boring? This is where I'm going with it. <laughs> Brian Cage, right? He talks like a robot. No charisma at all. Moose, fucking hell. I've seen more charisma and more ability in dust. You know... Yeah. Elgin, exactly. This he's he's the guy's got ability. The guy's got ability. But I'm starting to see a trend with people like Michael Elgin, um, uh, Jeff Cobb. Yes. You know, they all are replicas of Samoa Joe. Jeff Cobb. All right, I'm gonna. I'll give Jeff Cobb the benefit of the doubt. Because I've seen him in fucking Lucha Underground, and I've never seen anyone do the shit. But, but I, do you know what? I, I look at him, I see the monster Matanza, mm -hmm. and then I look at Jeff Cobb, and am I the only one that prefers to see him like Matanza? 
Well, yeah, he adds Jeff Cobb. He's just the Olympian. But yeah, exactly. Mon- you know yeah. what I mean? I look at, I look at, I look at Matanza, and he's this fucking mask dude, and he just does things that are unthinkable. You know, that turn inside out fucking power slam fucking thing is that unreal. Slam, yeah, it's unreal. Um, I just, it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating just to to know. Who at the top looks at Killer Cross and goes, "Well, we we could go with him, but we're going to go with him." Why would you know what I mean? He's. I really hope that it's true, and I hope that he just walks, because he's worth he's worth six figures, and he's worth seven figures, you know. He doesn't... This guy, right, he's a guy that shouldn't be taking bookings everywhere else to pay his way. He should have a significant fucking contract wherever he goes that says, you're the fucking man. You've got creative control. Make shit happen. The guy's been making shit happen. That's why he's got people like me. I couldn't give a fuck. About you know what I mean? When do you see me paying attention to fucking people like Seth Rollins tweeting? People like Seth Rollins um, getting getting messages back for fuck's sake. This guy's a busy man, but he takes time out of his schedule to read his tweets and 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 you know what I mean and respond to certain people. Now Courtney will agree with me. I don't believe this guy. Is a guy that ignore. He knows when people are, are, are behind him. He knows, and he, he and knows. he and he respects it. He knows for sure because, like in the beginning, like I'm gonna admit, like I was intimidated by Cross in the beginning. Like I was like, like I, I kind of like he was so believable with the gimmick that he kind of scared me a little bit, and so it was like, okay. And then, you know, I kind of, you know, saw him interact more online with fans and everything else. And, and like, one time, like, I, like, I didn't even tag him. I just typed out Killer Cross. And, like, he is looking at, he's searching his name on Twitter, on, you know, Instagram, wherever it is. And he's looking at what the fans are saying. And he saw it, and he actually responded to my tweet. And I was like, holy shit, like, this never happens. And and then that was kind of what, that made me buy, buy my first cross shirt. And then, you know, like, he's just so interactive. And, like, me and him, like, until this week when all this stuff came out and, and you know, like, he's pretty much, like, he's kind of getting back to where he used to be, you know, as far as, like, online activity. But... You know, like, for the past, I want to say, let's say since January. Um, so that's, like, the past, like, four or five months. Like, me and Cross have an interaction almost every single day. And it, it feels like, to me anyway, and I don't know if he feels this way, if, if he doesn't, I'm sorry for assuming shit, but, you know, it feels like he's more like a friend than, you know, than 
just a wrestler that you see on TV. Like you feel like, you know, like he takes the time out of his day to, you know, interact with you and, Mm -hmm. and, and make you feel like you're important. Like you're a part of this, like you're a part of his career. Like you're, like you're a part of it, you know, like he just makes you feel included. And I don't believe the man's an egomaniac by any means. Me, me neither. And that, and, and that's, this is going to extend into my point that, you know, the man, you know, like he re- like when people ask him for advice or uh-huh. anything like that, like he is always, you know, there, like given those words of encouragement, that, that intelligent wisdom that he, that he has and that he possesses yeah. and, and that yeah. amazing mind of his. And, um, and just, you know, like he, he would, he'll repost, like if people thank him for anything, like he'll repost it and, and, you know, like get it out there. And, you know, for fans of impact to turn on him after Long all kiss. of this, like, like they have, like it, it legitimately kind of hurt my heart because like he has been so nice and so kind and so good to all of us, you know, here that are on this call. Or on this <laughs> when Killer right Cross is on on fucking Impact Wrestling, they get numbers. When Killer yeah. Cross isn't on Impact Wrestling, they don't get numbers. Yeah. So the reason and... that you fuckers are getting any money is because of that guy. Yeah, and and just to see that that instant like turning on him like they did, like calling him a diva, you know, all this other stuff. Like, no, it's not. It's not called being a diva. It's called knowing your own worth. It's called uh-huh. knowing. It's called knowing that, you know, knowing that you ha- that I'm sure he has access to, you know, or he is privy to, you know, those streaming numbers on Twitch, and he sees that hey, when I'm on, and I'm advertised for the main event, those numbers are up. Like, you know, like this week when they only had that one promo from him, which by the fucking way. That promo was fucking amazing. And and I looked and the peak was forty eight sixty nine. Was mm-hmm. was four thousand eight hundred sixty nine. And when you're getting south of five thousand K, you know, like you've gotta be honest with your self impact and you've gotta be honest with your self impact fan base. At this point, Impact is an indie with a small television network deal. And they stream on Twitch, and the, the crowds are not near about as big as they used to be. And you need to realize that the company has regressed, and they continue to regress because they make the same mistakes over and over again. They, they make you fall in love with these characters. They make you totally... 100% all in invested in these characters. And then what do they do within a year? They move on to the next shiny new toy or they stick to, um, or they stick to former WWE or, you know, you know, Hollywood types, you know, like they, and they keep doing this over and over again and at the end of the day, it's like the girlfriend in the shitty relationship with a man who, you know, like he's all, he's always treating her like shit, always, you know, disrespecting her. And she keeps coming back and she keeps staying because she believes that it's going to change. And, 
you know, an impact with me at this point, like I've already said it, you know, if Cross ends up finishing up with them, like I'm done at this point because I have, like to quote Ariana Grande, I've got no tears left to cry for you, Impact. I really don't. And, you know, and this is going to be a problem that is going to keep recurring and they're going to continue to regress. The numbers are going to continue to fall and it's not going to be good for them. And Impact fans who continually kiss Anthem's ass and say, oh, Anthem is so great. You're holier than thou. Oh my God, you're amazing. You know, when they're, when they're not, when they're not, you are part of the problem because if you don't call a company mm-hmm. out on its shit as a fan base and you don't say that this is bullshit and this shouldn't be this way, you're as much a part of the problem as Anthem is. I could guarantee, as- right? I could guarantee. If 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 you put a tweet out today, right? Now this this is this this it's an honest tweet. If 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 either one of us sends a tweet out today, and by God, I've done it. You know, and you listed the wrongs, which which were very very true on 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 Impact Wrestling. No fucker a cherry. You just get criticised for it because they they they're blind. Yeah, they're blind. And, and like and Can't like what I watched is I saw a tweet from someone I can't remember who it was, but there have been like there's two people that I follow and they like retweet like everything related to Impact or related to whoever they like. And one person is posting the positive stuff for Cross, and one is posting the negative stuff for Cross. And I saw a tweet that said, Impact ain't letting talent walk all over them. They ain't playing that, that shit no more. This isn't Dixie Carter. This is Ed Nordholm. <coughs> and I'm like, uh, hold the phone, bitch. Hold the phone. Okay? Number one... This is a case where if the numbers are true that I'm reading, where talent are only taking three to five K home a year after expenses because Impact is only paying for an economy coach flight back and forth to wherever they're taping, and then the talent has to pay for a rental, Uber, food, hotel, mm-hmm. everything else. And then I've hear, I'm hearing that, you know, the number is south of 45K a year that they offered Cross. Um, that's a problem. And that's a problem for talent. And, and as, you know, as someone who has taken a bump in her life, you know, and who, and who saw that sad, sad video of Silver King, l- let me just say this. These guys and these girls go into the ring and they put their lives, they put their bodies on the line for your entertainment. The least that a company can do is pay them a living wage to where they don't have to worry and they can actually enjoy the success that they have. Because Cross, for number one, busts his ass. Like, he is always at some independent show or in Mexico at AAA if he's not doing impact. He is always busy. Like, I like the only time I saw him really take off in this past year was when he went to Thailand with Scarlett. And then the past few days, because it was Scarlett's birthday, 
they've been hanging out in the Sequoia Forest, I think in California. Yep. And, you know, and it's like, he's only taken like this, like maybe two and a half, three weeks off. And he's busy all the time in the gym doing one a days, two a days. Sometimes he'll even get crazy and sometimes do three a days. Like he, he is insanely driven. He works hard. He puts yeah. together all these highlight videos that he posts on social media after every impact or after every AAA show he does. He, he has hustle. He has a work ethic. And the fact that that is not getting respected should piss you off more than the fact that he held Anthem accountable to that work ethic and to his work. That is the problem. That's that it. people, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the root of the issue. It's the principle of the, of the thing. And I don't blame him for going and asking for more money because, it's I right. mean, he, he's right. And, and a lot more of the talent needs to speak up and they need to stop being scared of... Yeah, they're all fucking sheep. That's what they are. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not the guy's biggest fan, right? Sorry to interrupt you, Corey. But Eddie Edwards, right? I ain't his biggest fan because, quite honestly, I find him just boring, right? But they've got him dressed up like a fucking wannabe Sandman. Why would you want to be the fucking Sandman or Tommy Dreamer, right? I call, yeah. call, innovator of fucking violence. We, we're not in that age of wrestling anymore. Eddie Edwards is a bona fide wrestler. Anyone that's watched Ring of Honor and seen Eddie Edwards, you know, and... and, oh, and also... I don't... Yeah, he's a former Ring of Honor champion. And then you look exactly. at how Eddie, but then look at how Eddie Edwards booked in the whole night, and it's just like I just don't dude, get what? it, man. You know well, what I mean? Tommy, exactly. Tommy, no, no, man, you're making him look stupid. A couple of yeah. years, ago, Kevin Owens was trying to get him to WWE, and what did Eddie Edwards do? He said, "No, I'm going to re-sign with Impact." <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. I don't understand yeah, like, why they're relying Eddie... on these washed-up BCW stars: Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer. The Sandman disco fucking because, inferno. Because not this this is this is the fucking thing. Is and I might not be right, but it's just a synopsis and it's just the way I look at things, right? These people are tried <laughs> 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 tried, tested and fucking true, right? Oh, and boy. they look at it as they look at it the ignorance of people like Ed Nordholm is is looking and going yeah, where they could draw in a few thousand. You know what I mean? That's going to pay for what we're going to pay them. Rob Van Dam, right? I guarantee you now, and I've done this every fucking year, I've yep. made promises that, that have gone through, mm. right? Rob Van Dam will be gone by July. Well, yeah. you said the same, well, you said the same thing about Taryn Terrell, and there went Taryn Terrell. The, the ECW reunion was cool 15 years ago. Well, uh, yeah. Well, look what the think, it's become, man. It's become House of Hardcore 2.0 with Tommy Dreamer at the front. Yeah, it really has. And and Impact has had this ECW fetish for freaking years. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just, it, it runs back to the Dixie Carter era. And, um, and Eddie also, Eddie is in Noah as well in Japan. And he does amazing there. Like, it's night and day to what he does in Impact. And it just goes to show you that you know, like the booking that they've done with him is not serving him well as a talent. And 
wrestling fans and fucking fans of fucking Impact will argue fucking black, black is white with you, or me, or anyone else. Yeah. yeah the, they... the booking has turned a corner. Well, hold on, wait a minute. You mean like when Colby Cooper motherfucking compared them to the New England Patriots and that they're... Said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what... Yeah. No, numpty. He's a fucking numpty. Like that fucking Big Q and Andre Corbeil. They're all fucking numpties. They're blind. You cannot tell, right? Not not just me, but wrestling fans. Now, don't confuse me or I, I would say anyone in this anyone in this conversation yeah. that that we're fucking WWE fans. The ignorance that would be Impact fans would assume that you're a fanboy of the number one promotion. WWE isn't the number one promotion in my eyes. It is financially, but it certainly isn't fucking product-wise. You're right? You fucking hell. Impact Wrestling have gone from, between 2002 and 2006, in my opinion, being the best wrestling promotion there was. Far none. You, you, there, there was there was content out there to prove it in terms of i.e. inverted commas wrestling matches right um, and then in 2008 I would say to 2000, to, oh, 2012 that, that it, it, everything just swapped round WWE didn't pull it back New Japan took its throne Mm-hmm. New Japan started running away with everything. You know, Ring of Honor were financially in trouble back in 2010, 2012, but signed a very, very lucrative deal with New Japan, which has looked after them ever since. Yep, and and if you I'm know... being honest, if I'm being honest, and this is coming from me as an Honor Club girl, if I'm being honest, that G1 Supercard show in Madison Square Garden... Um, mm-hmm. New Japan carried that. They, they mm-hmm. carried that entire night. Like the loudest pops were for the Japanese talent, for the um, for even the Gaijins that are New yeah. Japan based. Um, you know, like Ring of Honor is having kind of a resurgence, mm-hmm. but they they haven't quite gotten back to where they used to be. No. And, and you know, like the stunt that they pulled with Enzo and Cass at the Garden, you know, disrespecting the New Japan talent that was in the ring, you know, Gorillas of Destiny, Evil and Sonata that had no idea that this was going to happen, you know, it, it's just, it's a thing of fans need to stop with this loyal to a company bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm loyal to New Japan to a Be loyal to the product. Be loyal to the product. But if Gato makes a shitty booking decision, yeah, I'm going to call his ass out on it. It, it's, It's called, you know, being real. It's called having an opinion. It's called using your voice that you have that you are so blessed with that as a human being, we have the ability to vocalize and we have the ability to speak. So use it and don't become one of the mindless sheep and the mindless cattle that just that just will eat up whatever they give you because then you're not really respecting yourself 
as a person if you're just going to constantly take crap when you deserve better. That's it. That's exactly what it is. You know, it's just, I'm, it's ridiculous that you see these um, morons, you know, arguing. Arguing with no, with, with, with no proof. There, there, there is no source. That, you know what I mean? You call me Coopers. They're, they're built, you know, to, to mention <laughs> the Patriots and the Impact Wrestling in the same fucking sentence. same sentence is ridiculous. The Patriots in wrestling is WWE. Like, let's exactly. And, you know, you know, you know like, Impact like, isn't even XFL, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like division two like college like like that's what impact is to me at this point yeah bringing wwe they're, they're playing in the super bowl and impact's playing in the sugar bowl i mean i'm not familiar yeah. right i'm one thing i'm not familiar of i know i know a lot of wrestling promotions and it isn't you know a lot of people would look at my some of some of my stuff and go oh he's bitching and moaning again why doesn't he just say he doesn't like impact I've never said I don't like Impact. I've never said it. The product lacks, lacks, it lacks drive. It lacks ambition. It lacks content. It lacks the ability to draw a crowd. Right? People like Colby Cooper fucking push and plug Impact all the time because the little fuck believes he's going to get a job out of it, like BQ. You know. Oh, he you know, said that he he said that he would work for minimum wage for impact. He legitimately said that. I'm like, okay, okay, Colby, let, let's let's slow our roll here. Like like this is me like the, being the mom here. I'm like, okay, if you work for minimum wage, you know, some states it's fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, on fifteen dollars an hour, if you have a family, are you going to be able to feed that family? No, you're not. No, you're not. And especially if you've got to, you know, fly out to Canada and everything else, and then you got to worry yeah. about a hotel and everything else, like the talent, like that's the, that's Cross's issue. You know, like you're going to run into the same problem. And it, it's like, stop fooling yourself and stop deluding yourself, you know, and stop and stop drinking Ed Nordholm's fucking Kool-Aid. That's how you die. In the cult, that's how you die. When you drink the Kool Aid, that is when you fucking die. Like, stop. Like, like it just it makes preach. it makes preach, sister, preach. Well, let's be and, honest here. If they were run, if they were running the social media account, that would be one of the most biased accounts for impact in the world. Wow. Yeah, it, it really would be. It really would be, and like you can't do that, and and that's why people look down on impact is because of fans like that. And because of the, of the way the hardcore fan base is because they look at you as someone that will just take shit when you can have that some, someone that will eat shit when you could have a, a nice rare filet mignon, you know, like, and that's why they look down upon the company, and that is why Impact is not respected. And, and until a pounder. yes, sir. And and New Japan, there is a reason why 
the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is considered basically the gold standard for professional wrestling right now because that company puts on a quality in-ring product. And yes, it is more sports-based, but yes, you do get the entertainment in the, the way that the matches are structured. You get it in the backstage promos that they do after the matches. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like that to me, not that it's right for every company, but if more companies were like that, it, it would be a lot better for their industry as a whole, which brings me back to AEW, which is why I'm happy that I'm hearing that AEW is kind of going to be the same way where wins and losses matter and it brings some legitimacy to the sport. You know, like, like I consider wrestling a sport at the end of the day because, like, you, you got to be athletic. Like, you got to have cardio that is out of this world. Um, and it's and it's also an art and you know like you've got to respect it and and respecting it doesn't mean kissing a company's ass just to kiss a company's ass it means being a legitimate fan that has legitimate opinions and legitimate opinions is not everything that's fucking great because you've got to have a problem with something and and if you're and if you don't then you're not being honest with yourself and you're mm-hmm. deluding yourself again colby cooper well that's just the problem it's not just colby cooper's is it but no I mean, he's colby a poster cooper's child a, yeah yeah that's what i mean colby cooper's a you know a, 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 for me are the they're, they're the ones that stand out because they, he may not post as much as he fucking thinks he does but it's his comments that stand out above everyone else's because they're just blatant fucking... They're just lies. They're like... No, 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 no. Not so much lies, but he's a victim of naivety. You mean like... He's a victim. You mean like when he did the meme where it says it's time to break away from the two-party system and support a well, real... That's alternative? it. Yeah, he's a, break, he's, he's, he's a victim of naivety. I mean, denying, denying that he, that he, that he knew me. I, and, I've, I've, I've never abused this luck. Well, I have. And about that meme... <laughs> well, about, about that meme... Yeah. Um, you realize you're kind of calling Impact the small, the small company in your own meme... Because if mm-hmm. in the two-party system, that is that is the majority, and then the third parties are the minority who get like the one percent of the vote in a presidential election. So you legitimately just insulted your own company with your own meme. Like like that shows you the intelligence and the intellect that you're dealing with here. Don't don't point out logic to these people. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't turn off my brain. I, I just. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I just I can't. Just, <laughs> I just don't get. I don't get a guy that would scream, you know, in 2017, impact of making money. You know, I, I just. I don't get that philosophy. I, I just. I don't get. I just. I argue with anyone. I do. I do. I don't argue for the sake of arguing. I argue for the sake for the sake of the content. Right? What whatever the content is that I'm arguing on, I want solid facts back. Why why are you calling me a wanker? 
You know, I know I'm a wanker, but I want to know why you think I'm a wanker. I, I'm the biggest asshole going. My missus tells me that. <laughs> you know? Shit, my kid, my fucking daughter called me a tosser. You know? <laughs> She's six. You know? But 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 I know that not to I know that not to be wrong. But I know if you're gonna sit there and argue with me about about a subject or you you know what I mean? <laughs> Something which we can have a damn good freaking conversation on. Well, not a conversation, but you know what I mean. I, I want to know why. Don't come up with, you know, impact is like the Patriots they're building. Do you know how many how many championships the Patriots have won? Too goddamn many. Is it sixteen? Yeah. I... No. <laughs> they and know. I might as well be dead. <laughs> you know. And I hate Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady's game. (laughs) You know? This is what I'm saying. You cannot compare anything to the New England Patriots. Uh, uh, Not even WWE anymore. Because WWE are not growing. NXT is growing. You know? NXT is growing. What's your on the side? Um, what Mia Yim on this week's NXT, how much did you like the fact that she told Bianca Belair that she's going to give her the business? I hate Bianca Belair. It's conversation over. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no, man. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I just, I just think, and I think we all agree on one thing, that Killer Cross, I, I, we got to send this. We got to send this to him because I want I want him to listen to this if he's got the time. And if you do get to listen to it, thank you very much. We do appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Please, yeah. please, please make the fucking right decision. I want to see. I want to see you in a, a New Japan ring. I want to see you main event in Wrestle Kingdom. Me you know, too. I, I, I want to see you show up at Dominion and punch Fale in the face. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh Jesus! Um, and and Cross, if you hear this, I just want you to know that you know, like you know it. I've told you this a bazillion times. A bazillion is a number. <laughs> it is now. But, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is now. But um, it is if you ask Scott Steiner. I, I support yeah. you. I support. <laughs> I support you no matter what, no matter where you go. I will follow. Like, I sub to a subscription for five dollars a month just to see his match with Bob Holly at Maverick. Um, you know, like I will support whatever company you go to. I don't care, and I really want you to be in New Japan so bad that they're showing this video times up and there's like an hourglass and um and like the guys like carving an hourglass shape into a bar somewhere and I was like and when they first showed it and I saw the hourglass I legitimately freaked out I was like mm-hmm. uh is there something Cross isn't telling us and then they showed the Union Jack patch on the leather jacket and my mm-hmm. heart just I was like, no, I thought it was him. But, you know, Cross, like, I'm just, if this is true, and because we're all basing this off speculation and conjecture from dirt sheets and 
other not so credible sources. But if this is true, I, I do want to applaud you on knowing your own self-worth for, and, and for trying to make a stand in a way for the rest of the talent, because if you demand this, then they're going to have to give it to everybody else. And it's going to be the voice, voice of the people. That's what he you is. Know, and it's going to be, and it's going to be good for everyone all around an impact. And I just applaud you on that. And I just want to say, you know, just thanks for everything that you've ever done impacted me personally. Kill across um, the presidents. Yeah, exactly. Like, like doomsday party. Across oh, doomsday party. <laughs> Pitch! Yep. Um, so, you know, we got your back. All of us here do. And, you know, I know your future is bright no matter what. No matter what happens awesome. with this. You know, I know Just it's don't bright. Don't sign for WWE you... while Vince McMahon's in charge, please, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait until the old man is busy with the XFL and then Trips is in charge. Because I think Trips and him together wait put in their he, Wait until he's busy together. with a defibrillator. That's what I prefer. <laughs> um, but, but I'm thinking him with Triple H. Like, you know, putting those two minds together, like, they would come up with some good shit. Oh, yeah. And the same, the same thing in New Japan, like him working with Gato and Giotto, you know, to put together some storylines and stuff would be really nice. You know, like, Cross is the kind of guy that you want. Like, if I could personally advocate for him for a minute, if I could be the Paul Heyman here. Okay. Um, Cross is the guy that you want working for your company. He's the talent that takes the time to interact with fans to make them feel like they're more his friend than his fan. He's the guy who works his ass off in the gym. He takes care of himself. He's doing cryotherapy, red light therapy. He's, you know, taking care of himself. He eats healthy. He, you know, he doesn't have any personal drama and bullshit out there like a lot of talent does. He... He's got a beautiful he, woman. Beautiful woman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, like, he, like. Adores it. Doesn't abuse yeah. it. Doesn't. Nah. Yeah. Like, it's amazing to see. Like, I love seeing that side of guys, especially in the wrestling business and in sports, because you get to see, you know, like this guy that's all tough and everything. And you get to see this, you know, softer side of them. And like, and like Scarlett. If Scarlett hears this, like, thank you for kind of bringing that side out because, you know, it just goes to show what a good guy he truly is. He doesn't, and, um, he doesn't push his masculinity. Do you know what I mean? He does, but he doesn't have to because he's no. such such a real man that he yeah, doesn't real have man's to, man. He he doesn't have to he doesn't have to push his his masculinity off onto you because he just exudes it. It's just in his aura. Like he, I actually, like, I actually use him now, you know, as, as a, as a, as a life coach. And I've asked him to be my life coach. <laughs> like he's fucking amazing. He's a man. Seemed appropriate.
Yes. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting um, wrestling media con flashbacks from last year. Holly <laughs> and um, Luke from Wrestle Talk, they did the whole bit where they danced. To, I can't remember whose theme music. And then Liger is just sitting there and he's just like living it up, like dancing. He's loving this. And then they get on the segues and they ride around and real man's man is playing and Liger is just walking the freak out like he is just he was loving it like every time I hear that song now like I just see I see Ollie Davis in the super super or Wonder Woman outfit on the Segway and Liger just losing his shit mm. <laughs> I have to say with Killer Cross, this whole thing, how far is it now that we don't see friggin' Scarlet Bordeaux in that company either? And watch, we see them at MSG for AAA in September. That would be amazing. And I, I hope that that happens. And, and you know, me and Mike have kind of already had the conversation about it. And I've already said, I will hit up M MSG twice in one year. If, if they book Cross and Scarlet on that AAA card at the Garden, my ass is fucking there because, you know, even though they haven't given him his much deserved. When is it? In I, September? I'll, I'll let you know the date. Give me a minute. September, September, September. I can get one. I can get. I can, I, oh, I, I'm not going to say. I, I, well, I could do it. Because I got relatives in New York. Yes, you do. And uh, give me two seconds. Yeah, like, like even though they haven't given him September, stuff, September fifteenth. At least, you know, you know, at least AAA respects his talent. You know, at, at least they book him right. They book him like the monster he's supposed to be booked as. Well, yeah, he's undefeated, right? Undefeated for three years and no title shot. AAA, what are you doing? I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny at this point like like there are some days that like you know like when i get stressed out and stuff like watching his youtube channel seriously helps and like i have like a few favorites that i'll watch and like at this point like i can quote some of this shit like i, I i'm like so fucking proud of myself like i'll just be watching it and i'll just start i'll start going along with it and i'm like like damn <laughs> <laughs> like that's just how entertaining he is and that's how good he is that like you know like his youtube channel you feel like you're watching a freaking movie you don't feel like you're watching a wrestling promo you feel like you're watching something very cinematic and something awesome and you know like i just i just want the best for him at the end of the day, like, I just want the absolute best for him. I want the best for Scarlett, too, because, you know, those two seem like they're a really happy couple. Like, it seems like they, you know, they get along great. They seem like, you know, like, it just seems like they're a match. And I just want the best for both of them. I want both of their careers to go onwards and upwards. And... You know, crossing fingers, fun very much intended. That you know, if they, if Impact and him do work this out, that he is more respected and he is treated better, and he does get a little bit more financially. And if it doesn't work out, 
crossing fingers that, you know, New Japan will pick him up and, or even AEW would pick him up and we could, you know, go from there and we can further, you know, build him up as a talent because, you know, the fact that he is so unseen pisses me off because I look at his social media file and I'm like, I look at his numbers on Twitter and stuff and I'm like, he should be at like 10 times this. Like he, he deserves like so much. And, you know, I don't say many people deserve things in life. I say mostly, you know, you have to earn this, but at this point he's beyond earned it. So he does deserve it. He'll be fine. He'll land on his feet. Hell, man, I'd even have him go in Ring of Honor to take on Jeff Cobb. They've done it on the Indies. Put him and Jeff Cobb in there together. Woof. Yeah, and I then... I want to see him against Minoru. That's it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in Ring of Honor, he's been hanging out with Vinny Marsalia and TK Orion from the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is that rapport and that connection he has with the talent there already. So he would be, you know, he would be a good fit. And then ROH does have the association. I actually, I actually have heard, I have actually heard that uh, Mike um, Tavern is being, yeah, is being touted um, to join WWE. So Mm -hmm. how funny would it be or how good would it be if Killacross signed with ROH at a title shot against Tavern? And then we've seen a heel turn from the kingdom, a turn from the kingdom, leading well, to Tavern's... Well, the kingdom are already kind of heels. Like, the kingdom girls... No, like, but we you, know what I mean, you know what I mean, then you're basically doing a bullet club, kicking him out, and Kill yeah. Cross is basically the man. Yeah, and I haven't really heard anything on Matt going to WWE. I really haven't heard that. And, like, I'm, I'm you know, pretty in with the, you know, ROH crowd and stuff, and I really haven't heard much. Right. on that but you know even if they brought him in as a fourth member of the kingdom you know like that would be amazing because like him and Vinny tagging together you know the horror king Vinny Marcellia house of a thousand corpses s like he is he is he is such like a Rob zombie in wrestling it's ridiculous like he has the dreads he has the he he produces his movies and stuff you know like it's amazing and that would be the perfect fit for a guy like cross you know like put them in tags together maybe to begin with and then you know lead to a slow build to or put the tv title on him or the world title you know like anywhere he he could fit in like theoretically if triple h was in charge he could go to nxt right now and he could probably kick ass and take names and tommaso champa is going to be freaking worried because he's going to see his top heel spot go away. Speaking on to Master Champa, he's, he's, he's also expected back by at least November. Yeah, a lot sooner than he expected. That, mm-hmm. that, that to me sound, sounds a little rushed. And, and the only reason I'm so cautious on this especially with the neck and the fusion surgery and the stuff that they have to do, is look at what happened to Paige. She came back, mm. you know, and then it took one shot to the back or oh, the neck area for her to be taken out permanently. So 
So I'm just cautiously optimistic. And, you know, if he is going to be ready by then, then that is freaking amazing. But take your time and recover. I know it is hell sitting at home, not working. I know you want to rush it. But just take your time and take care of you and take care of your body first. Because that body is going to be with you for life. This career isn't. So take care of that. You have a little baby. You have a wife. You know, just take your time and enjoy this time that you have off. You know, because especially with him moving to main roster, you know, like he was supposed to before he got hurt. Um, you're not going to get that much time with your family once you're on the road. So, you know, like if you can, I would even say stay out longer than you have to so you can enjoy this time with your baby girl and you can enjoy this time with your wife. You know, like that is my whole thing. You know, Cause... look out for look out for your body. Look out for yourself first and don't rush back too soon because we don't want another page situation on our hands and stay away what from Sasha Banks um, <laughs> what about uh, Lars Sullivan's fine yeah oh. 100k oh fuck that creep <laughs> <laughs> fuck that creep I'm not even kidding last year um, this was like around February like late February into March um, you know, I was a fan of Lars's and, and, you know, I commented on IG, you know, nice match Lars with a smiley face emoji. And he took that as an invitation to slide in my DMs. And he said, he said, he said, you, he, he said, like, I looked pretty or something. And he said, um, you know, like I see, cause I had on my profile, you know, I live in Louisiana and he was like, I see you live pretty close to New Orleans. If you wanted to maybe meet up and we could hang out and maybe chill and maybe, you know, like he's trying to, he's like, he's like, I could get you, I could get you some really good seats for takeover. And I'm like, uh, not no, but fuck no. <laughs> on, on, on the news front posted an hour ago. BT have signed a rights yeah. to WWE. Makes no Broadcasting difference. Broadcasting rights, yeah. Makes no difference to me. I don't pay for Sky Sports anyway. You know, it's quite a big thing. I mean, I, I, I've been waiting a long time for that. Sky Sports are just losing, losing ground. Or are they just too freaking damn, 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 damn dear? Yeah. Beth Phoenix joined NXT. Yes, she was the commentary replacing Percy Watson. Mm. I so like her. Me too. She's she was good. Her Nigel McGuinness and uh Moranalo on NXT now. Yeah. I, I love Beth Phoenix. Like Beth Phoenix was one of my heroes growing up because she was, you know, she was like me, you know, more muscular, you know, not not a little skinny twig and she was a powerhouse and she she could get in there and kick ass and take names with the best of them even with the men and you know to see her now as a mother 
and she's getting to do this commentary role down in NXT where she can just fly down once a month and then out for the takeovers and stuff. You know, like that's an amazing gig for her. And congratulations, Beth. You know, keep kicking, keep kicking ass and taking names, girl. And even, you know, recently with her and Natalia being the Divas of Doom again, you know, like that was amazing for me because I loved them as a tag team when I was younger. So just congrats and a round of applause for you, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Do you um do you think Ty Dillinger not Ty Dillinger and uh, Leo Rush is done? Get him the fuck out, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> fuck that little shit. Just get him the fuck out. Yeah. There's been some speculation. He's unfollowed WWE on his social media, but WWE still follows him, so I don't know what the fuck's going on with that situation. Mm. All I know is is he seems to be a heat magnet. He seems to have a lot of problems. Yeah. And and it seems to be like a recurring theme with him. I think he's just so, got a short fuse. Well, he's fucking buried himself when he friggin' was saying, oh, this is what happens when you lose to Oscar when Emma got released. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. Barely a foot in the door he's, then as well. Yep. And he's so young too. He's so young. And even though, you know, like he has a father and stuff, you know, I feel like... Guy. I feel like he is very immature and he doesn't have a lot of foresight into I think that's the case when you're with a promotion like CZW at such a young age and all all they're using you for is headlining and pushing pushing your shows to the mountain which he did and he did and he did successfully but what does that teach you about being a you know what I mean? A, a responsible... It doesn't. Well, yeah, you said it best. He's talented, but his attitude, you know, gets him. Mm. Especially in a place like WWE where it's all about respect backstage. It's respect to the older guys. Yes. Like, you don't, the... go and, you don't go and disrespect a Hall of Famer or yeah. a legend backstage. Like, that is asking for your ass to be fired. That is asking for heat. That is asking for you to be buried at the mm-hmm. bottom of the freaking card or not even booked at all. Like like I said, he has no insight and no foresight into what his actions are going to result into. That's a, whole, a hallmark of immaturity and not really knowing how to work in the real world. Because when you kind of grow up, being an independent professional wrestler as young as he was from the start, you never really get to go out into the real world and, and, and do that. And so you kind of buy into your own hype and then you, your ego gets huge and you don't know how to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. Backstage and even in public, like he even had like this one time he was doing an Instagram live and he added this fan and this fan like either had autism or something and he used some kind of Mm. you know like he either used some term or he laughed at him and just you know like that just screams to me not mature doesn't know how to handle himself has a big ego 
and thinks the shit doesn't stink. And mm-hmm. as long as you have that attitude, you're, you're not going to make it anywhere in this business, in this business and in life, period. You are was, always going to be disrespected and looked, looked down upon. Wasn't uh, his wife also coming backstage and they fucking hated that too? Didn't he get heat from Keely bringing family members backstage a lot? I've not read that. I've not read that, but yeah, I think that was like he, things, yeah. He does. He does. He just he's. I could say he's a very, very naive um, guy. Just you know, he, he don't want to. You know, he, I, all right. He, he may get yes. a second chance. He may get a second chance. He may get a third chance, but he certainly won't gain, gain any respect. You yeah, know? he's just. I think he's just in over his head, too, because 23 years old on main roster WWE, given a managerial position for Bobby Lashley, like, that's a lot. That That is a lot for a 23-year-old to handle. You know, like, I'm shocked and surprised at the fact that Jay White at 26 is handling all the pressure and all the bullshit that he has to deal with you know, from the fans and everything else. I'm shocked at how mature and how well-adjusted and put together he is. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that is a rarity. You know, like in your 20s, you're finding yourself. Like, I I didn't really find myself until I turned 30, which was October last year. Amen, sister. And... And you're not fully developed. Your brain isn't fully developed. You don't know, you know, how to handle certain situations the right way. And you make a lot of mistakes. And I'm still immature. And I think that (laughs) we need to, like, I know, like, Pete Dunn is really young. But he he is one of those guys like Jay that is very well put together. Um, But I think we need to keep him down on NXT until they at least, you know, hit 25. Because that is a lot of pressure. So much you need to learn in there being in the public eye. Yeah, and you've you know? got to put them through. And the not, yeah, press. and it's not about yeah. That's what I was about to say then. It's not about just PR, man. There are so many ways, like um, you know, you know, your Facebooks, your, your Instagrams, your Twitters. So many things that can make you look. Really, really bad. I mean, look at look at Xavier Woods. The guy is only young. He's still only young, but he's he's so intelligent and switched on. Yeah. I, I look at it right. I look at it and I think if he left WWE tomorrow, he wouldn't need wrestling because he's so switched on. He could he could go and teach at a university. Yeah. He could, you know, he has a Ph freaking D. Yeah, he does. Dude, yeah. Dude is set. Like, if something, God forbid, happens and he can't wrestle anymore, he is set because he has that PhD. And, you know, speaking of New Day members and social media, this week, Big E. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Lord, he help me. Off him for Billy Graham, did he? No. Oh, fuck Billy Graham. No. No. Bi- I ain't talking about Billy Graham. I muted that bastard on Facebook a long time ago. Um, Biggie and Becky Lynch's mom. <laughs> this stuff was amazing. 
Like, I'm sitting here just watching this unfold all day. And, like, I I sent this tweet out before this other account didn't because I don't have as much of a following as they do. My This tweet went nowhere, but theirs, like, five minutes later after mine, it exploded and it pissed me off. I was like, I said, hey, we need a remix of Stacey's Mom now. Becky's mom has got it going on. She's all Biggie wants and he's waited for so long. Becky, can't you mm. see? You're not the girl for E. I know it might be wrong, but he's in love with Becky's mom. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a scene of what Becky's mom looks like. Well, when, oh, when, I'll when, send you the picture. She's took a, she took a picture of her mom holding a literal plank of wood and said, and, and was trying to insult Lacey Evans, and she was saying, my mom met you, and she wasn't impressed. And yeah. she said, mom is holding this plank of wood, like calling her a plank. And I'm like, I died laughing at that. I was like, Jesus, Becky, you're a fucking savage, and I love you. <laughs> uh, now... Mike reminded me that Money in the Bank is this weekend. I'm not bothered about predicting it. Um, For two reasons. One, again, I'm not bothered. And two, uh, we also have the King of the Mike tournament this week. Uh, So, while Butch is looking at pictures of Becky's mom, here is (laughs) the King of the Mike tournament this week. It is Robert Davis versus Moni Lynn. Moni Lynn, your wrestling nerd chick, and we're back for another promo challenge. Yay! So they have me up against my homeboy Robert Davis. I don't even know what to do, but I had to bring in the big guns for this. So I already talked to Dazzy, it's been all cleared, and I have a special tag team partner that's gonna be with me. And because we all know it's all about the familia, I brought in my cousin, Jesse Savage. What up, what up? Yeah. That's Don't right. Don't clap that loud because mm-hmm. I'm into it. I have a body. <laughs> I'm right here, funky, fresh, and flesh. We're here. So, yeah, so we're going to be doing this promo. And um, we saw um, David Crimmins, David, Daniel Crimmins, Daniel Crimmins promo. And... He made a really, really good point on that promo, and what he said was, where the fuck is Ted De Niro? Well, he didn't say fuck. I mean, I had to throw that shit in there. <laughs> but, hey, who cares about Ted P. De Niro? He's irrelevant. We can't even find him. We try to search him, and nada, nada not together, even, right? Not even behind a milk carton. No, no, he's missing in action. Who gives he's a fuck? under the bed, everything. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe he's in the wall with the rest of the roaches. I found an old slipper, though. <laughs> trying to find him. <laughs> I was like, that's where that slipper's at. Oh, the missing slipper, the chancla. <laughs> and everyone's afraid of the chancla. Mm-hmm. If should you're Mexican, be. you should be afraid of the chancla. And la llorona. Yeah, and la cabrona. And the cabrona and the chupacabra. The cabrona that killed Selena. Fuck that bitch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's number one, actually, on the fuck that bitch list. Yep, for all Latinos, Mexicans alike. That's right. So... We're going up against 
uh, our good old friend Robert Davis. I have no bad words to say about Robert Davis. He's always been really cool, really, you know, just, just a cool guy. I mean, he's the guy with the eyes, right? <laughs> so, and then, so in this new promo, um, we're not worried about um, Daniel Cremens. I'm not worried about Pe Ted P. De Niro, whatever the fuck his name, MIA guy. Then we have we have um, Travis the Walker guy um, and Moses Marquez. That's going to be the next one coming up. Um, I, I, I don't give a fuck about either of them. I don't give a fuck. Actually, you know what? Moses, that's my RWT brother. Um, Retro Rewind, check him out on there. Check him out on Smart Mark Radio. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, and then we're also going to have um, uh, uh, Michael Larkin against Courtney Summers. Hey, Courtney, girl. You know, if I end up winning this, it's going to be me and you together, right? So, um, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens when that comes up. <laughs> Cousin, you got any words to say to these people after we fucking boot them out? Well, I'm just waiting to see. I'm anticipating to see what they want to say about me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. OG Jesse Savage. Go first punch. See yeah. what you got. You know what I mean? I told these fuckers like lunch. Eat them yep. up like brunch. Yep. So we're going to be here watching all your guys' promos, seeing what's going to go on. In the meantime, we're going to go ahead and be blazing a bow. Give me a combo. And um, see what happens. So, you know. See you around like a donut. Yeah. And don't forget, check out Retro Rewind on Smart Mark Radio, SoundCloud, all your places. We're going to have new um, uh, wrestling nerd shit podcasts come out with our new yeah. co-host. Our new co-host, Moses Marquez. Yeah. Yay! We'll be talking about Money in the Bank. And um, we'll see you guys soon. So here we are again. King or queen of the mic tournament. A whole new set of players, a whole new set of promos, a proving ground of sorts for some of us, for most of you. I've really been chomping at the bit to kind of get to this. I've really been kind of thinking, what am I going to do to prove myself? What am I going to do to prove myself worthy? of being the king of the mic. I really thought long and hard about this and I've really come to the conclusion about it. The one thing that I'm gonna do, absolutely nothing. And let me tell you why. You see anybody that's in this group that has a pulse with the exception of Paul Morales, cause you know, he's the dead man and dead people don't have pulses. You guys know what I can do. I've shown you time and time and time and time again. The first time I was ever called out in a promo, I think it took a lot of people by surprise because they weren't expecting that. I kind of went in underestimated, and that's okay because the first promo that I was called out in had such a magnitude of a result that there was no response to it. The next person that called me out they fell right there. And they disappeared. 
I have a promo of the year award. I don't have to do a fucking thing to prove anything here, there, anywhere. You guys know what I can do. My opponent for this round, Moni Lin, I know what she can do. I've only held two losses in any promo competition, and one of them was to her. I know what she can do. Do you know how I know what she can do? I brought her here. I know what she can do. So you know what, as far as I'm concerned, give her the W. She needs it more than I do. I don't really need it at this point. I don't need this competition. This competition needs me. Just like Promo Climax needed me. Give a crap about any of this. Fuck this competition. Give a damn about proving anything to anybody. I'm king of the mic. Oh, but what about our champion? What about our champion? The butcher. Not scared of the butcher. Humpty Numpty can't even articulate a thought half the time. In the last couple of promos, I can't even understand what he's talking about. Give a damn. Fuck this whole competition. To be perfectly honest with you, Courtney Summers is just going to blow you chumps away anyway, so... Good luck. You're going to need it. There we go. You can vote for the winner of that promo showdown at maxdressing.net slash vote. And also, very quickly, I want to let you know that Kings and Queens is a very appropriate theme song for the King of the Mike tournament by Diamond Days, taken from their EP, The Death of Us, available now on iTunes and Spotify. Mike, now that you're back, um, I... obviously you're preparing to defend against the Phoenix at Trivia Takeover 4.0. Yes. Yes, I am. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and obviously you haven't been here since I played your little message that you've completely upped the stakes. Mm-hmm. So... What's Phoenix done to get a rematch? Well, Mike wants to end the feud. And it is going to end one way or another by, well, by yeah, the new stakes. He's... Well, because he started this at Trivia Takeover three years ago when Kenny first won it, and this he's been trying to get the title ever since Trivia Takeover 2016. Uh, so it all comes full circle for the Phoenix. Uh, I'm really worried for you, Mike. Okay. All right. Hey, I've lost before, and then I got it back. So if it happens, then I won't get it for, for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I could wait. I'm a patient, man. There's other titles to go for, if you know what I'm saying. Oh... I'm just do it now. I mean, Mike is in the King of the Mike tournament, but you got to get past Courtney first. That is true. true. (laughs) All I got to say is just wait till the. uh, I know you you came at me, Courtney, in the RWT thing with the Killer Cross GIF, so that was cool. Let's just 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 wait till the 29th. 29th, right? I got that right. You're just disappointed, me, Mike. Why is that? Why? Because I recorded my promo. Pre-recorded your promo. Michael, come on. Pre-recorded promo? Oh, yeah. I had it in advance. Four or five weeks in advance, Mike. Michael. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
you, you can make all the plans in the world, you, but sometimes the best laid plans go to waste. Michael. I mean, <laughs> he pulled an as impact. far as, well, I'm just saying as far as, well, oh God, don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> as far as go to waste, let's, let's wait till May 29th and we shall see one switch, babe. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I know you just want to see me get my ass kicked. So I, I know, I know your intentions there, Mister Promo Jam. It's no, it's no wanted. It's no wanted to see you get your ass kicked. You know, it's I'm already been, it's already been kicked. You just don't know it yet. Oh, I've got a DeLorean. <laughs> I, I've seen it. Well, here's well, the thing. I've, been, I've been listening for since since I have not been on. And first of all, I apparently I'm a cult leader now, like Bray Wyatt, because I tell a story which made me laugh. I did I did appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> number number two, we got new shows coming to the Four Corner Network now. I got story time, and we got Pillow Talk with the Butcher. What's going on? We got new. Uh... We're going places. Yowie wowie. Going places. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. Hello, talk with the butcher. If you thought Bray Wyatt was sinister with Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. that's it for this week. You can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is at SM Show 1 and MCL 92. The butcher is at. She'll just say, Oh, fuck. <laughs> no! Oh, no! I didn't. I did. I know what. It, I know what it is. I didn't take a deep enough breath. So let's try it again. <clears throat> the butcher is. T O G six. Oh my god. T O G six nine B H I T B. There you go. Third third time's a charm. You missed six nine. I said six nine, didn't I? No, he said T O G B H I T B. T O G six nine B H I T B. He, no, notice how Butcher wanted you to get the 6 9 in there. Yes. You see? <laughs> Set, man, it's, 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 that, that, that 6 that six nine has been with me for years. It's <laughs> been with me for years, man. I got, on, I got it on me football boots. I got it on the back of me shirts. Been with me for years. I could be 6 9, it could be 6 6, it could, it, it could be, it could be 9 6. Hell. Most of the time, it's 666. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, when is the next episode of Talking Strong Style? Um, We're recording today, and um, it, it's going to be an interesting episode because there's going to be, like, some best of the Super Junior coverage. There's going to be, of course, my thoughts on Cross. There's going to be... You know, just a lot of stuff. The AEW announcement and what that means for the greater wrestling world. Um, that's pretty much going to be the show today. And um, it's going to be uploaded on Friday. And you can follow me at AXIMILI55 on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow the podcast account, which is at SwitchBabePod. And that is also now my Instagram account as well, at SwitchBabePod. And you can find me there. And, you know, and I, and I also want to encourage this too. Send me your thoughts. Like, if you have thoughts on the episode or you have thoughts on 
you know, any topic that you feel like needs to be discussed that isn't, you know, tell me. And, you know, like, I can fit it in. I can, yeah. you know, like, make yeah. the show more interactive and and try to to get in touch with the community that is out there because, you know, I want to hear what fans are saying. I want to hear... See, I see this all the time. We say this all the time in, in, uh, in, in RWT. But you're all miserable fuckers. <laughs> You really are. You're not. You're not about helping. You know what I mean. Helping the community that you're in. You know. Four thousand plus people that nobody knows. But Miss Miss Courtney Summers needs your help, people. Yeah, you like know? I post. Like I've only got one question for Ask the Switch Babe this week. One. Yeah. One solitary question, and I post in the. And this is I'm calling all you fuckers out in RWT for this. You know, yeah. I even, like I put the little prayer hands emojis, like please help me here, and not a single one of you bastards, no. No. not a single one of you asked me a question or anything. Like it could have been even, it could have been bullshit. It could have been like, hey, I even put one the other week, and mine was the only one. You know what you need to <laughs> do? Why is Butcher so great? Your question got answered. You know what you need to do to get a response? What? Put report at the top of the post. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you report. Put report. You've got to put report. Report, <laughs> report says, psych! <laughs> yeah, you have to put report. But don't say who it's reported from. No. I'll so, say it's reported I almost did a super heel to, well, I'm a heel anyway, <laughs> but I almost did a super, super, super duper one this week. The Mad Butcher. Tony Kirkendall on who's He's been winding me up about all this Game of Thrones stuff he's been posting. And oh, he posted dude, something that. yesterday on Arrow. And I was like, Motherfucker. I could put something up on your... I, could, I, was, I was literally, right, going to get the whole synopsis of the final episode and just copy-paste. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no, because the get the get would do exactly the same thing for the final. Yeah, it's very true. Well, if you believe anything, I mean, the synopsis for the GOT final could have been leaked months ago. Yeah. Fucking HBO. It's quite, it's quite funny. Uh, yeah, he, he messaged me the other day. Mr. Mr. Kirkendall and said, uh, so, so right so far. I said, oh, what's we on about? I said, I said, there's, there's, there's four people already alive that you said were going to die in the last episode. Oh, so I said, you're already, you're already, you're already wrong. Not, not completely. Well, you're either wrong or you're not. <laughs> and anything that's gotten leaked, trust me, they re, they reshot, and they rewrote. <laughs> Like, there's, like, supposedly, like, eight-plus different endings to the show that they shot. Yeah. Solely for the purpose of, if it got leaked, nobody would know what, what way was up and what way was down, you know? Mm. So, whatever you think you're hearing, you know nothing. Yeah. You know nothing. Every you know nothing. Every possible leak we probably thought of anyway. Yep. Uh, and, of course... Speaking of Game of Thrones, you can catch the 
finale episode with Throne Zone this Monday as we say goodbye to Westeros. Until the prequel series, then we're going back, obviously. Um, DeLorean. Yeah, in a DeLorean. Or, or we might just roll our eyes back and touch a tree. <laughs> I might just do a Wayne's World ending. Um, that is at Throne Zone UK on Twitter and, of course, on the Four Corner Network, along with Darcy and Butch's Infinity Gems, which will have a third episode coming very soon. And join us next week for the next two matches of the King and the Mike Tournament. Sorry, the next one match of the King and the Mike Tournament as the first two ti- two first-timers in a Max Tournament, Moses Marquez yeah. and the Walker yeah. do battle. Who invited these two Muppets? <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Mr. Larkin is finally back with us, so I'm looking forward to this. We must now bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Bang! Anthem can eat a bag of dicks. We out. (laughs)